Welcome to me again. Week 40, remembering to be a person. And it was a week full of a lot of realizations, of quitting a lot of negative things, and then going for a pretty nice drive. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again. It was, um, it was a very, very rough day. Mostly because of one isolated incident that kind of just reverberated throughout the entire day. And it, it was much like a lot of what's going on right now. Very painful. This one was probably the most painful thing that's happened. Uh, but necessary. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And like I said, I kind of had a lot of pain that rever- reverberated throughout today. And it was hard to get out of it. And luckily we recorded JXT tonight and so me and Blake just got to sit there and make jokes and play video games and um, the the beauty of WWE 2K19 which is what we record in is the fact that it can make whatever decision it wants. If it wants a crazy end to a match, it can make that happen. If it wants to take a character that we've built up for a very long time to be a badass and have them suddenly lose out of nowhere, they can make that happen. And a lot of those moments happened tonight, and it was a good distraction. It was a good few moments of me going like, oh, wow, I can't believe that happened. Oh, wow, this is amazing. Oh, wow, this. And uh, I was very grateful for that because, like I said, I was out of it. And I'm still, it was like I, I did it. And I got distracted, and then the minute it was over, I immediately slipped back into, oh no, this thing that we'll talk about in a few minutes happened. And, uh, but yeah, I I was very grateful for it. It was a good distraction, and it meant a lot to me. Um, What I did that was awesome today, and the thing that was awesome today is the fact that I did some more auditions. I did some more auditions, I started talking to more people. Um, I know a few weeks ago I was like, I'm going to start emailing people every day. Haven't done that, but now I think I want to do like three email slash DMs a day of asking people to come on JWF Ignition, asking people if I can come on their podcast, because for a while I was sitting there and letting people come to me, and now I've realized, no, it's a gig. You need to ask people to come on their show. You need to you need to be the one to reach out. So I did a lot of that today, and I auditioned for this awesome new podcast that I, I found an audition sheet for. I don't want to talk about it because a I don't want to spoil anything. If you guys do want to listen to it, uh, but I can guarantee you the characters were both very very fun that I auditioned for, and it was a very fun time. And it was also really cool getting on Pod Chaser. And looking at how many audio drama things I've done, and it made me happy just to look back on that. And yeah, I, I liked connecting. I reached out to, I think on last week's episode, I talked about Gentleman Jervis possibly wanting to come on uh, JWF or so- something like that. And uh, yeah, I reached back out to him. I reached out to Podchaser because they wanted to interview me at some point. Reached out to some contacts I have in the wrestling biz and it was just a really fun night of um, distractions and of connections because a lot of people are coming together even though it's coming together in sorrow and that's kind of what leads to what wasn't awesome today. And uh, it's not something I personally did, but it is something I was personally affected by because like last week I talked about the speaking out hashtag and how a lot of wrestlers had engaged in very negative abusive behavior or uh, grooming or abuse or uh, assault and it all coming to light and today that happened with someone 
in the wrestling business who I considered a friend. Someone who was the first person in the wrestling industry that I ever said, hey, I do an audio drama and it's pro wrestling. It's literally wrestling, but without you know, without the visuals, I gave him the pitch and he was the first person to ever be like, that's awesome. That's amazing. You need to keep doing that. And it was, it was such vindication. It was such justification. And I would even talk to them and ask like, how do I grow the show? What do I do? Who do I need to contact? And they would help me. And like I said, it destroyed me when I found out what they had done. It was uh, apparently a 15-year-old they were sending inappropriate messages to and uh, flirting with them, and it was... It killed me to know that's the kind of person they were. And it just... It hurt me on such an emotional level, and it also reminded me to be a better person. It reminded me that fame does not give you a free pass to be a terrible person. In fact, quite the opposite. In my opinion, if someone gets big or famous, you have the eyes looking on the eyes of the world watching you. You have, it's kind of like how I feel when it comes to Ripley. I want to be a better person. I want to be that role model. I want to 110% be someone that people can look up to. And I know I've not always been that person, but I know I've grown and I know I'm going to grow a lot more. And that's kind of what I did to help myself today was, uh, I I can't remember who, I think it was Dan Harmon was talking about this because Dan Harmon got hit with some, um, uh, not not abuse, I can't remember the exact terms, harassment, sexual harassment. And so uh, he, he did something, he goes, the most dangerous thing you can do is not think about it and not talk about it. And I remembered in college being that kind of bad person who would make mistakes, who would say, oh, I, I need to get with this person. And that person who once thought of women as not equals, as different creatures. And so today I realized, like, I need to think about it and think about why and what I did to fix it and think about um, the whole situation and then I, I wanted to talk about it. And so I filmed a video basically saying that every, everything that I'm saying right here, which was at a point, everyone wants to feel important, but for people, and I don't want to use this phrase for me cause it's not true, but for people like in the limelight and in my case, I wanted to be in the limelight and I've wanted to be famous since I was probably 15, 16, if not younger, um, for those kind of people, it gets hard to realize that you're still a person and because it's scary to think that you're just a person when you're obsessed with fame and you're obsessed with feeling important. And, um, the thing that it came down to with me and the thing that I realized was uh, once I realized like, Oh, it's going to take work to be considered famous. It's going to take work to be considered important. I started to think of cheat codes. I started to think of like, well, the world might know me, but I could still live a rock star lifestyle. I could still sleep around and do this and doop a doop a doop. And it, it led to me making a lot of bad decisions and hurting a lot of people. And, uh, it was a tough realization but it was an important one because 
I wanted the world, and that's why I'm saying it right now. Like I said, I made bad decisions in the past. I remember, and I talked about this in the video I posted, but I remember wanting to date freshmen when I was in college because and because they were young and they didn't realize that I was an idiot yet. They would think that I was important. I was using cheat codes to feel important in, instead of just putting in the work and trying to make the best product I can. I was trying to cheat my way, fake it till you make it kind of thing. And all the allegations that came out recently and all of the things that I've seen have made me realize, like, it's fine to play pretend every once in a while. It's fine for me to go to a bar and buy shots for everybody and act like, oh, I'm the big fancy dog on campus. I'm, a, I'm an awesome person. But the minute that starts hurting other people is the minute you've got a problem. The minute you get so lost and wrapped up in it and forget that you're a person is the minute you have a problem. Like for a while, I remember having a, a, a complex where I was like, I can't date someone funnier than me. I can't date somebody who is cooler than me. I can't date anything, anybody who's quote-unquote better than me um, because I would feel threatened and I'd feel like, oh, no, I'm not the important one anymore. But now I'm in an amazing relationship with a woman who is much more of a badass than me, who is much more funny than me. Or um, You know what? No, we're on the same level. I'm not going to give Emily that, <laughs> that courtesy. But, like, yeah, you get so wrapped up in this idea of fame and of being a big shot that you forget to be the most base level human that you can be. Like I said, uh, for Dan Harmon, he was looking at women as other species at that time when in actuality he is the one. In, in my life, I had become the person that's another species. And for me, I spent many years, and I, I know I'm going long on this, but like I spent many, many years remembering that I was a person and remembering the only way to get what I want is to work hard. There's no cheat codes. And even if I do get what I want, even if I do become a big shot in the world of podcasting or pro wrestling or whatever, you can never lose sight of the fact that you're a human. Because it's easy for us all to come out and play characters. Like I've said in the past, every podcast I do, I'm a different version of Scotty. I'm a more characterized version of Scotty. And I can't forget who I actually am. I mean, the, the first time I realized that is when, uh, conveniently enough, after last week talking about quitting alcohol, is with a load of BS. Because in the early days of a load of BS, it was all about, oh, we're two drunk guys and we like to hang out and party and get drunk. And that was the character for the show. But then I would start to try to play that character in real life. And then they started to blend. And then I became that person. And it started hurting me. And I am by no means apologizing for or trying to make excuses for anybody. I'm trying to come out and say this is that mindset. Because I've seen other people get in that mindset as well. I've seen other people who uh, are afraid of feeling unimportant. Who are afraid of... Uh, feeling like a, a lesser than kind of human and it leads them down bad, bad paths. And I want to bring this out. I want the world to hear my story and hear how I went down a dark path that could have led me to where those guys are and led me to making some terrible decisions. Luckily, I, I stopped myself before it went too far, but like 
I, I feel like the world needs to hear it because then they can hear it and go, oh, I may be at this level right now. I may be approaching relationships from this way. I may be approaching women from this way and then change before things go too far and you end up majorly hurting someone. Because um, I know I got I, – I hurt people and it still eats away at me to this day. Uh, but that's my uh, little rant, speech, whatever you want to call it. Um, remember you're a person. Remember you're important and you don't have to justify that. You don't have to do anything that might end up hurting somebody else to make yourself better. You're important the way you are. And that's something I needed to hear for a very long time. Uh, but for now, I'm going to go inside, get some rest, and hopefully have a better day tomorrow. Um, be good to each other. Love each other. And I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and I had a very good day, and I'm very happy right now. Might be because I drank a little, I had some Lagavulin and then a cocktail, but like, I feel very good right now, and I had a very good day, got to spend time with Ripley, and then eat Dairy Queen, and just be really happy all day. So it was a very good day. Uh, so we will talk about it when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And... It's weird because when I've read books about like how to talk about gratefulness, they're like there are like multiple categories. One, you can talk about yourself, be grateful for certain things in your attitude and your personality, uh, be grateful for um, things you got to do. But today, I want to talk about a, a specific thing. It's I'm just grateful for all of the things and all of the places I've got to go throughout my life. And I, I thought about this recently because I just really wanted to go to Orlando today for some reason. But I'm very grateful for living in Orlando for an entire year. I'm grateful for the fact that I, if you if you told me a long time ago, hey, bud, you're going to go to New York City, you're going to go to Los Angeles, all those big cities in the world, I wouldn't have believed you. Especially if you were like, hey, you're going to go to Los Angeles and perform, which ostensibly is what I did when I went to Los Angeles. I would have not believed you. And I'm just very grateful for that. It was... I, I just miss going places, I think is what this all boils down to. Like, uh, I'm, I'm definitely living in that... I'm, I'm slightly slipping back into that pre-quarantine um, lifestyle of just, I want to go places and I want to see people. But I am very grateful for all the places I've got to go and all the things I got to see. Now, what did I do today that was awesome? And it's make a spreadsheet. Look, I know... I'm an idiot, and spreadsheeting should not be this exciting, but I started writing JWF today because we had to record it tonight, and I waited to the last minute because I'm the same person now that I was in high school. But uh, at one point, I, I thought about it, and we just had a pay-per-view. We talked about it on the show, and I thought, am I doing the right thing? Am I booking this the right way? Are the people being treated the correct way? even though they're all fictional people in my head, but I'm a little crazy. Uh, and so I made a spreadsheet that I could literally list all of the matches 
who won the matches, who lost the matches, and it would take all of that information in and then basically give me a number of this is their percentage, this is their success rate, this is how many matches they've won, this is how many matches they've lost, and through that, I was able to look and see like, oh wow, that guy's won a lot more than I thought he would have. And it, it helped me because then in the future I can think about it. Then in the future I can think about like, oh well, and just you use a name from JWF. Oh, Hollywood Hulcher is like number three. He's very successful and yet we're not really doing anything with this guy. Let's try to find a place to put him. And uh, even though I already have it all booked out in my head, I, I like it. And it went so far as to even like, uh, even have a moment where I we did it on the show. We talked about the uh, biggest names and who's won the most matches, and it was a fun moment because we got to recap everything and talk about these guys and the possibilities of what they can do moving forward. It was just a fun thing, um, and it changed JWF, and I liked it a lot. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And I, I think it was not... It, it, it's a little bit weird because... Uh, the thing that I did that was awesome, spo- or the thing that I did to help myself, spoiler alert, was play with Ripley. But the thing that I did was not that wasn't awesome was I didn't play with her enough. It was a lot of me and her chilling on the couch, me and her watching um, her weird little baby videos, or even at one point, for some reason, she was into Drawfee. If you've never watched Drawfee, it's a great YouTube channel. It's basically a bunch of people from College Humor, formerly College Humor, drawing, and it's a very fun channel. It's very good, and I guess it's because it's white on black that she loves, or black on white, she loves it, but yeah, she dug that, but yeah, it wasn't awesome because we didn't do that much. Like, we just kind of sat around and was lazy. Um, I will say another thing that I did today to help myself was I woke up early. I woke up on time. And that led to me uh, eating a little bit healthier throughout the day, I say, as I'm about to go inside and eat crackers and Parmesan cheese. But, like, I ate healthier because of that. I ended up cleaning the living room because of that. I moved her ball pit into her room. Um, and it, yeah, like I, I wish I could have played with her more and I wish I had more energy. I, I don't know what it is. And I guess it is because like I eat unhealthily and I eat a lot of carbs that kind of just weigh me down. Um, but yeah, I, I wish I had played with her more today, but it was still a fun time playing with her and it was a good time looking at a baby. Cause like it's going to sound weird and it is going to sound like a sleepy, slightly drunk thought, but like a baby does really quickly remind you of like what's really important because as adults, we do get into this mindset of like, Oh, I have to upload this or I have to do this. I have to message these people. I have to do this. I have to meditate. I got to do this. Meanwhile, when you hang with a baby, you get reminded of just how little you technically need. So, like, hanging out with Ripley and being reminded, like, this baby's perfectly happy and enjoying her day, and all she needs is, like, food and someone to clean up after her and sleep. And it it's a good moment just to get reminded of that and get... Like, all morning, it helped me take myself out of the BS. It helped me take myself out of my mindset and remind me of, like... 
And I know not everyone has this experience. Not everyone has the absolute badass of a wife that I do uh, because I'm basically Andy Dwyer at this point. But the absolute badass of a wife I have that uh, is has a very high-paying job. But, like, it reminded me, like, wow, I get a lot of anxiety and I get very scared. And a lot of, like, sleep is lost over stuff that doesn't matter and hanging with my baby reminded me of that. And yeah, it was, I was just, it was just something I was very grateful for today. And I'm, it, it helped me a lot getting to hang out with this baby and get reminded of like, nothing's that big a deal. It's like I was talking about yesterday. Like fame's a story, you're a person. Uh, in this case, like all of the, we try to tell ourselves a lot of stories about we need this, we need this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. When at the end of the day, Food, shelter, love, and companionship. That's what you need more than anything else in the entire world. And luckily, my baby reminded me of that today. So I'm very grateful for her. I love that baby so much. But for now, I already spoiled it. I'm going to go inside, eat Parmesan crackers, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And it was a bad kind of day. Said last night I drank a little bit, and yeah, it is. It immediately resulted in today kind of being sucky to a point where like Ripley woke me up at 5 a.m. and I'm like, it's like you know, the baby knows when I am uh, gonna wake up with a headache. Uh, But luckily, I am secondary thing I'm grateful for. She did let me go back to sleep. Me and her slept in until like 10:30. Me and her slept a lot today, actually. I think after that we ended up taking a nap around two that lasted until five. So that baby was sleepy today, and I have no idea why. Um, But yeah, like I said, normal day. I was a little bit out of it because of last night. Like I felt very, it felt like old Scotty. It felt like I want to lay around the house and not do anything, not get up and clean. I didn't have any energy. And uh, that, that is one of the reasons I really like my routines app because it helps me monitor energy and stuff like that and monitor like, oh, um, I didn't uh, say drink enough water so I started feeling lackadaisical or something akin to that. Uh, so I am grateful because I'm actually getting to monitor things and sw- see where I'm at. Uh, but we'll talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And it sounds weird, but I'm grateful I've got a TV in my bedroom. Like I said, me and Ripley woke up super early at 5, and she at first didn't seem like she wanted to go back to sleep, but I was like, I am not leaving the bed. So me and her just chilled in there, and we watched uh, Drawfee. We watched a bunch of Rhett and Link. We watched a lot of Good Mythical Morning, actually. And it just reminded me of like, how grateful I am for all the other content creators out there, all these awesome people who make this stuff. And they've some of them have become icons like Rhett and Link, and it's because how much they create, how much, how hardworking they are. Um, yeah, it was just uh, it was a good morning, and I'm very grateful. I got a TV in my bedroom, so I can just sit down there and watch stuff on a big, slightly bigger screen than my phone. So that was really, really good. I like that. Now, what did I do that was awesome? And it's having an amazingly good conversation with the people over at Pop Psych 101. It is a podcast that I did an appearance for today, and it's um, the guy who does it is a therapist. 
And so he's like, well, I talk about psychology, but I also mostly like talk about stuff in pop culture. And I said, okay, let's talk about wrestling. And he goes, are you sure? I don't know much about it. And I said, you don't need to. I will tell you everything. And we very quickly took it down the road of psychiatry of like what the pro wrestling world can do to someone's mindset with the world of having to play basically the same character and be the same person. This over-exaggerated guy over and over can lead to doing to your mind and kind of the dangers of it. And from that, we kind of got into my mindset and the, the mistakes I've made in the past, um, uh, mistakes when it comes to infidelity and uh, stuff like that. And it was just a really refreshing talk. It was a very good time getting to sit down with him and, and basically lay it all out, open up quite a bit, and show, basically do a, an exaggerated version of what I do for me again, which is show the mistakes I've made and how I learned from them and how I moved forward. And so I got to do a lot of that with some very important topics because, like I said, with the hashtag speaking out movement, I think everybody needs to come out with their stories, whether they were the victim or whether they were the um, the person in the wrong, and let people know where where you were mentally, what caused you to do that, and how you've recovered. Because more stories are coming out every day. And it's coming from people who you can tell, like, it might have insecurity being an issue, it might be ego being an issue, let people know what the issue was, and how you fought to fix it, and how you fought to grow, um, because if nothing else, I, I do want to impose this, this thought of, like, growth, and becoming a better person, because that's, that's kind of where I, I was looking at some of my old books today, and I realized, like, wow, I've, I've grown a lot. I, I released it like three years ago, four years ago, but even still, I was like, I've grown a lot, and there were storylines that I don't agree with, and uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. Anyways, what I do that was not awesome, and like I said, I, I lazed around all day today, and I didn't want to get up, no matter what. I just wanted to sit there, eat Bojangles, and watch stuff on my phone, and not do anything, and I, I think it comes back to drinking last night I think it comes back to waking up and instead of saying like okay I'm awake let's do our routine just waking up and saying all right I'm just gonna laze around a bit like I really do think building those routines has helped me a lot and it showed just by breaking that one night like last night I didn't go in and do the majority of my stuff for my routine I didn't read, I didn't drink any water, and it messed me up. So it's shown me like, oh, these things are important. These things are a very, very big deal. Uh, so that helped a lot. And what also helped a lot is what I did to help myself today. And it's make the decision that, yeah, I'm just not drinking. I'm done. I know the last time, I think it was last week, I said, uh, I'm going to go through the bottles that I have, or at least the, these three important ones, and then call it quits. But no, nah, I, I can't. Especially after I made this realization, um, I, I, I found, it's not an app, I think it's a website, where you can go in and input like how much liquor you've had, and it'll tell you what your blood alcohol, how, uh, blood alcohol content would be. And last night, I remember thinking like, oh, I've only had a little bit, I don't feel tipsy at all, I'm good. Um, I, I, I guess I was a little bit tipsy, that's it. And so then I went into that app and put it in, and the only options are like a beer at a certain ABV, a wine at a certain ABV, and liquor at 40% ABV. What I didn't realize is like what I drank last night, which was like Lagavulin and um, uh, Woodford Reserve, all that is higher than 40. So I had to adjust that, and once I adjusted, it was like, 
yeah, you drank two hours ago, your blood alcohol content would be point, it was like point seven, point eight. It was already like, oh, that's legally drunk. Like point eight is legally drunk. But even the, then I was like, oh, I didn't realize how much I drank. Cause like I said, I've got a fairly decent alcohol tolerance. So like last night to me, I was like, I'm a little bit, but not that much. I'm not that bad. Then looking at it and seeing, oh, I'm point eight. Like I'm, I'm past a dangerous legal limit. It, even though I feel fine, that doesn't mean that what it's doing to my body is fine. And once I realized that, and also once I had, I had some Lagavulin, my favorite scotch last night, uh, couldn't enjoy it. Didn't like it at all. Uh, and I don't know if that's just because it's an older bottle or what, but, uh, in my mind, I think it's just, it's my time. It's my time to quit. And, uh, it made me feel really happy that my body is telling me what my mind is saying at the exact, like my mom's saying, we need to stop drinking. And my body was going, yeah, that sounds, that seems fair. That seems all right. And, um, yeah, the fact that I was drinking my favorite whiskey of all time and not being able to enjoy it really was the tipping point. And so after that, I made a, um, a, uh, my favorite cocktail of all time. I made a leather and tweed, drank it down. And I, I still do think my last cocktail ever will be a leather and tweed at the Edison. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm just done in general, as far as drinking is concerned, I, I'm getting nothing out of it that I used to, none of the enjoyment. Um, it was actually even something I talked about on pop psych, me and him, I talked to him about like, oh, when I first started out podcasting, I built this crazy character of being this guy who partied and drank and was this crazy guy, but that bled into my real life and it hurt me. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy I'm at a point now where I'm like, I don't have to be that guy. I can be multiple different guys. I can still be the chaotic guy that I am, but I don't need liquor to do it. If anything, it's dulled that sense. It's dulled my, I remember one time in college, I was making joke, making joke, making joke. And someone looked at me and said, you're like Robin Williams. You're just making a ton of jokes. Cause that was one of my favorite things about Robin Williams was he was just like a machine gun of comedy. Like, he could tell 10 jokes in a minute and only one of them land. But at the end of the day, you're like, yeah, but he's still hilarious. And so that meant a lot to me that I was able to rapid fire off these jokes like he was. And I feel like that's, uh, that's gotten dulled. Like since I've started drinking, since I've gotten depressed, all of that. And so I want to, I want to rehome that razor. I want to be back where I was and alcohol, whether I want to be like, but Lagavulin's so good, it's not going to help, especially like last night. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm done. I'm a good straight edge boy. Once again, at least I think we got to make sure the addiction don't fight. Uh, but I'm really excited about it. I can't wait for the future. Um, alcohol is the first step. Then it's going to be limiting my nicotine down to zero, then it's going to be cutting out sugar and getting healthy. And I'm really excited about it. And it sucks to do that on this show, talk about it because like, I know I've said it before multiple times. And then I, at this point, I know you guys are my audience. And I know at the end of the day, many of you are like, yeah, next week he's going to talk about drinking. Um, but I want to do this and I need to do this. And it's, it's really important to me. Like, seeing Ripley today and seeing Ripley wanting to get out and go around the house and play and go outside and me not being able to do it. That was a moment for me of eye opening and going like, yeah, I can't keep doing this anymore. So 
yeah, a uh, little, little quick, <laughs> a little quick sit down, a little quick powwow there about it. But yeah, that's, I, I have to do this. So, uh, good luck to me. Good luck to you guys. If you're out there fighting, uh, just keep fighting and I guarantee you'll win. But for now, I'm going to go inside and eat because secondary bad thing I didn't eat all day outside of that bow So I'm going to go eat and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And it was an alright day, but also I was real sad for bits of it. Like, it's just, I got really overwhelmed today, and we'll talk about it a little bit more. But man, there's just so much going on in the world. I mean, the head trainer and main guy of one of my favorite wrestling companies of all time, and also was the guy who I was going to be training as a wrestler under, at least one of them. Um, yeah, he got exposed as a scumbag, and that company that brought me so much joy is shutting down because of it. So, like, that happened. One of my favorite wrestling announcers slash interviewers got tested positive for COVID. Like, there's just so much, and today it all kind of came to a head in my mind, and yeah, it was a rough, it was a rough go for a few because of that. But hey, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Maybe cheer myself up. Uh, number one, what am I grateful for? And it's um, it, this isn't going to cheer me up because it's something that I I I don't know why I obsessed over it today, but I I miss and I'm very grateful for all of the time that I've gotten to spend with a very quiet mind and gotten to be alone and just relaxed and enjoy myself because that hasn't happened in a while because my mind will be focused on oh I've got to try to message this person or I got to do this I got to do that like my mind's very uh, busy lately and I miss getting to go on like just me dates like and it only usually happens when I go on vacation so like for instance getting to go to Orlando and drive around town or getting to go to LA and go out to bars late at night like I I miss that and I'm very grateful for all the times that I've gotten to do that and grateful for the fact that I've had the presence of mind to have peace with that because I know there are people out there who it's hard for them to take that kind of self-care seriously and when they come someone talks about like well take yourself on a date it messes with their mind I'm happy I've never had that I'm happy I've always been able to have peace with it and say like, yeah, today I am going to take care of myself. I'm going to go, uh, go see a wrestling show. I'm going to go get a haircut. I'm going to take care of myself. Like I'm, I'm happy for it. I miss it. Um, I can't wait for things to calm down here in the world so I can do it. But yeah, I just, uh, I miss being alone with myself in a, in a place where my mind's not going crazy. Cause like today, like I said, it was bad to a point where it's currently one thirty in the morning. I didn't even realize it. Like I was like, Oh, it's about 1230 and I'll start heading home. Oh no, it's a whole hour later. Oopsie poopsies. Uh Oh, uh, now what did I do? That was awesome today. And in addition to recording an absolutely kick ass episode of a load of BS, I got interviewed by one of my favorite podcasting website, actually my favorite podcasting website. Now, I know I've talked about it on the show before, Podchaser. They are a wonderful website that will help you, like, if you're a podcaster like me, they'll make you essentially kind of like an IMDB page where you can click in, see everything I've appeared in, everything I've produced, everything I've written for, uh, everything I've voice acted on. And it's a really cool website, and I love it a lot. And they have been probably the most beneficial 
thing that I've had on this journey towards getting a world record because I posted it and I can't remember, I, I think I tagged them in it, but then they retweeted it and said, hey, everybody, help Scotty Moore get to, um, get to his world record. And from that, I met so many amazing people and I love them to death. And eventually they said, hey, if you'd like to write a post for our website, we'll put it up. And I said, I don't know how to do that. And they said, okay, well, we'll send you some interview questions. And I did. And man, I'm so excited. I've never had to do an interview like this. Like I've talked for interviews before, but this was like legitimately a written out thing where I had to think about it and they're going to post it on their website. And I'm super excited for it. I'm getting posted in a full article on one of my favorite websites of all time. And of course, I had to take the time to call out some of my favorite shows, some of my favorite people. I called out Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, Radish, Oh No Lit Class, like all my favorite people. I was like, they're getting their just desserts too. They got to go in there. Uh, So it was a really fun time. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And like I said, I was really bummed today at certain times. And I think it was just getting overwhelmed because in addition to all the stuff just in the world... Uh, my mom's been sick. She's had strep throat. My uh, wife has been sick. Emily has strep throat now, apparently. So now I'm worried about the baby getting it. My dad um, has had some issues with blood sugar, and we're having to get that in check. And it's just been a lot. And so because Emily and my mom have been sick, I've been kind of having to rush Ripley back and forth. And I was like, hey, can you guys watch her? Yeah, but we can only watch her till 5. And uh, it, it was a, a weird runaround today, and it was very chaotic. It was very crazy. And because plans changed so much and I never really got to sit in one place, I never felt like I was really getting to do any work. I didn't feel like I got any work done other than when I finally sat down and did that interview. Because I can't remember what I was reading, but they were like, um, every time you take a break to do something like that, your mind kind of resets a little bit. And it takes a little bit before you can get back into the groove of what you're doing. If you, Especially if you're like me, where writing is a very... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like presence of mind process. Uh, I, I wish I could use the word, but I don't know what the word is. Um, but it's, it's a process that I get into and I just keep going and I keep going and I keep going. And if there's a stop, um, it messes with me and it's hard to get back into it. Uh, so yeah, that, that messed with me and it was just, I I don't know how else to subscribe with. Like, I was just very depressed and also realized, like, oh, there... uh, And I guess this is one of the ways I helped myself was analyze it. Because, A, I was like, oh, I had Taco Bell for lunch with mom, so that was probably part of it, and then, oh wait, I've been using Emily's vape juice, and Emily uses, uh, like, twice as much nicotine as I do, and so I'm like, that's probably part of it, and then also the lack of sleep, like, a bunch of stuff, not doing my evening routine like I had planned, like, a lot of it added up to where I eventually went, like, oh, this is probably part of the reason why I got so overwhelmed today, so... Yeah, I liked analyzing my day and be at least being able to point and say like, oh, this is why I feel like crap. And it, it don't stop me from feeling like crap, but at least there's the peace of being like, I know why I feel like crap. So at least in the future, I can prevent this. Um, and also another thing that I did to help myself, I told Blake I was sober now. I told Blake like, and that's weird, but that does kind of feel like you're breaking up with a girlfriend because I was just like, hey, bud, just so you know, I'm not going to be drinking period anymore. And he's like, that's all right, buddy. You're fine. And so I'm happy. I'm happy he's uh, helping me and letting me go on this journey. He's going on this, not, not going with me. He's, he's helping me by taking the liquor from me. So 
uh, happy, happy for that. Another way I helped myself, taking a good quality nap. Because, like I said, I, I left the office at 2 because I wanted to spend time with Emily today. Um, and I only could stay till 5 because that's how long they were going to watch Ripley. And so I came over here and I looked at her. I was like, I wanted to spend time together, baby, but I just had a lot of Taco Bell and I feel really, really sad and overwhelmed. So I'm just going to fall asleep. And she was very gracious. She was very much like, okay, baby. And then she laid down next to me and we took a nap. And it was very, very nice. And it helped a lot. I don't know what it is about sleeping during the day versus sleeping at night, but it feels a lot better. (laughs) It feels a lot better to sleep during the day. Um, so I liked that. It helped me feel a little bit better. I got a little bit uh, less uneasy. Uh, but yeah, now I'm going to go inside and get some rest because it's 1.40 in the morning. Oh, dang it. That means I can't read, even though I really want to keep reading my book. Ah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So I'm going to go do that, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again, and it's Saturday, and yeah. I've made some mistakes. I've had a bad couple of days. No big deal. Um, Actually, not that bad. Like, it's just I haven't been out to my car, and I record the show in my car. So, like, it was weird. Anyways, um, yeah, let's get into it. Because I do remember them. Friday, not so much. But we'll talk about that when we get to it. But, yeah, Thursday was actually really, really fun. Thursday was a good day. Um, I was grateful for the fact that I got rest. Um, I, cause Thursday's my writing day. I guess that was one of the things that wasn't awesome. And I, I, I just realized I'm skipping ahead, but screw it. I, I, yeah, I didn't do much work. Like that was my day to write deviant. And I've realized I've screwed myself because I wanted to have all of deviant rent, uh, written before the first episode of the second season come out. And the second season's coming out in like two weeks and I have one episode. So I'm very behind. I have very screwed myself there. Um, but yeah, it was, it was some well-needed rest. Like, I just slept in, I relaxed a lot, I got, uh, a lot of chill sessions. Surprisingly, no Animal Crossing. I don't know why. The past three days, I have not played Animal Crossing once. And I don't know if it's because I've, I've kind of reached the apex, you know? Like, I've reached a five-star island, I've got everything put in place that I want to get in place, all the projects that I had, I'm not that interested out. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that's another thing that I am grateful for is the fact that I no longer have to be addicted to that video game. Uh, now what I do that was awesome Thursday and it's the fact that I got out a lot of anger and a lot of aggression because we recorded fight boys. So we had to talk about all of the accusations that came out against men in the wrestling industry, specifically one guy who was going to be my wrestling trainer um, uh, the first time I went to wrestling school, not the second time. The first time I wanted to be trained by this guy, and it made me so angry. And I'm actually twice angry now because he released a quote-unquote apology video that literally reads like a high school monologue, and it made me so mad. So I was very grateful that day, and I, I'm really happy that me and Blake looked at our audience and was like, hey, we know we're the goof, goofy, goofy show about wrestling, but 
not today. And so it was me and Blake having an earnest conversation and getting out all of our aggression and all of our anger. And I know that helped even our audience because I know I have people in our audience who were very upset. And so we kind of got to be the catalyst for them. Uh, what I did that was not awesome, I already talked about, I, I didn't do any work uh, with a little bit of few exceptions here and there. Like I barely did anything. And now finally, how did I help myself? And it's the fact that um, uh, Emily was sick. Like I said, Emily, my mom, everybody's been sick all week. I felt like crap all week. And so I took uh, Ripley over to my mom and dad's. And then I got to spend the night with my mom and dad, which is something I haven't done in a while. But I got to relax and sleep in a comfortable-ass recliner. Uh, Nothing like sleeping in a recliner, y'all. But yeah, it helped a lot. Like It made Emily happy because Emily didn't have to... Uh, deal with CJ and a crying baby all the time, so it was a good trade-off. And then, skipping over to Friday, I got to spend a nice morning with me, my mom, and my baby. It was just a really relaxing kind of morning there. Um, and I also got to sleep a lot, uh, skipping ahead. That is how I helped myself, is the fact that um, uh, that morning, my mom had to take my papa to the doctor, I think, and so I basically went up and slept in their bed with the baby, and I did not wake up till noon I got some well-needed rest because, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I don't know what it is about my bed at home, but it's just not, and it might be because I also am crammed between the wall and the bed to make room for the baby and Emily, but yeah, it's, it's not that comfy. So I was very grateful that day for getting sleep, and I was also very grateful for getting to go to, uh, I guess, a quote-unquote meeting of a bunch of people from Podcast Movement, and it was a really, really fun time. We all hung out, we all talked back and forth. This might have been Thursday now that I'm thinking about it. It was definitely Thursday. Oh no, what good happened Friday? Nothing. I don't remember Friday. Oh god, oh god, (laughs) I blocked it out. Oopsie poopsies. You know what? Screw it. Thursday gets a secondary thing I'm grateful for, and it is that podcast movement thing. Because I got to hang out with a lot of people. I got to meet a lot of people. I found a lot of podcasts I'm going to guest on. There's one called Whack Brackets that I'm super excited for because I just get to make dumb jokes the whole time. And then the guys at VCR Kids. I found a lot of shows I got to guest on. I'm very fun. Happy about that. What did I do that was awesome Friday? And it's right. It was sit down and write episodes of JWF and get my mind out about that, uh, figure out what I want to do months from now in JWF, what I want to do with storylines, how I want things to go. And I like it because I kind of like looking at the big picture. Not that I don't like writing down the things, but it almost kind of feels like... I, I like making the big picture, and then everything else almost feels like coloring in a paint by numbers for me. So I kind of wish I had a writing partner or somebody who could help me with those smaller bits of pieces. Um, but yeah, that's what I did. That was awesome. What was not awesome. It's the fact that I got very upset. Okay. Also, I slept a lot once again, uh, but I got very upset and I could not do anything. And, uh, and I, I hate putting this here because saying like I had depression and that's not awesome. I know isn't the right way to approach it in your mind because like, what the radical acceptance book has been teaching me is like accept where you're at accept what you're feeling and if you try to get angry at it it just makes it worse but i think why i'm upset is the fact that i didn't do anything to help it because 
I, it was another one of those nights. It was a date night, but also Emily disappeared for like half hours at the time. And I sat there and my remote wasn't working. And then the remote on my phone wasn't working and Drag Race was on. And I just, I don't know why I got so angry. And I could have stood up and went to find Emily. I could have texted her. I could have done anything. But I just kind of stared, and I was just getting more and more upset until eventually I just kind of passed out in the bedroom. I just passed out enraged um, because I didn't talk and I didn't do anything. So I just, Friday, I don't remember, and it was a lot of sleeping. I'm not going to lie. Sleeping, writing, and then getting mad and not even watching RuPaul's Drag Race, which I'm mad about because I know Ms. Cracker won, and that's my girl, and I'm mad I didn't get to see her first win. Uh, now on to today, and, uh, yeah, very mad today, still very upset, and, um, for a a few reasons, and all of them, I kind of talked it out with Emily, and that is how I helped myself, that is what I did that was awesome today, was let her know, like, it it feels like no matter what I say, you still are bad, like, we don't communicate well enough, and we kind of went back and forth on that, and Emily was like, we have the exact same argument all the time, and I'm like, yeah, I know, and it's because we're both bad at taking each other's advice, so we talked it out for a while, we both kind of let our peace be known, but I still, it's weird because, like, that argument then triggered just depression, and not wanting to do anything, and sitting there and being very, very sad, um, and having, uh, not hallucinations, but bad mental images come to me of, like, uh, the trigger warning, self-harm, and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, not a good morning there, which is why I'm very grateful for what I did and for what Emily allowed me to do, which is go drive around. I got in my car, and I've talked in the show before about how much I love driving, and today I was I reached a point, and I, I almost reached this point last night. I almost drove around last night in the morning, because at one point, uh, Ripley kept crying, and so I grabbed Ripley and tried to rock her to sleep, and then Ripley started crying, and then Emily took her away from me, and that messed with me. Uh, mentally, I'm like, don't take my baby from me. Uh, so I almost drove last night, but I drove today, and I listened to the latest episode of The Adventure Zone, and of course, that was enough to cheer me up, and then listened to Hamilton to get ready for that drop, baby. I cannot wait for the movie to drop on Disney+. Plus. I'm so excited. Um, what I did that wasn't awesome, and I'm sorry this isn't, like, the usual format, I'm kind of jumping around, but, like, what I did that wasn't awesome, like I said, I I was just, I was very upset, and I couldn't make it go away, and, uh, eventually I did have to give in and go drive around, but I, I wish I had an easier thing than go drive for an hour while listening to the Adventure Zone to make me feel better, um, but, yeah, uh, what in a good couple of days there. Oh, finally, how did I help myself? And it's something I'm very excited. I'm very proud of. Um, I swapped to zero nicotine in my vape. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it, uh, given the fact that for the past few days I've been on six milligram, and I usually do three, but like today I realized, oh, I have to go down. And I even told Emily, like, I recommend you go to three because she's at six normally so i was like you need to go down to three i'm gonna go down to zero because those few days with that six milligram nicotine made me realize like oh wow this really impairs your thinking and impairs your judgment and depresses you and kind of leaves you a little numb and then i looked at him and i was like oh 
that might be part of it. <laughs> and, and that's not me trying to fix someone else's problems, but it kind of is. Uh, so she's down to three milligram. I'm down to zero, and I'm hoping that's going to clear up my mind while still allowing me to inhale good berry menthol juice goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for next week because next week I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wean myself off because one time I did try to like quit drinking, quit smoking, quit uh, sugar, quit everything all in one week, and I exploded. Um, so instead, I'm trying to do it week by week. So, like, this week was quitting alcohol. Next week, I'm going to take in le- zero nicotine. I'm going to say less nicotine because I may take a hit off of Emily's uh, every once in a while. But uh, I'm And then lower that, then next week lower sugar, then introduce working out. And it's I'm, I'm making a plan for self-help instead of just saying, you do it all now, everything now. So I'm trying to wean myself into these new habits and taking away the bad ones. And I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited for next week. Mostly because of that new Hamilton movie on Disney+. Plus, But yeah, for now, I'm going to go get some rest. Wow, I just recapped three days and the amount of time it normally takes me to recap one. Oopsie poopsies, my memory's bad. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to go inside. I'm going to go rest and enjoy my night. And I will see you guys tomorrow, next week. You know the deal. Boy, this might be the first time in this show's history where I got through editing, I looked back at my entire week, and instead of going, oh, it was better than I thought, I just went, oh, it was just all bad. It was just a bunch of bad, bad, bad altogether. Because, um, like, it, I, I was thinking about it, like, oh, yeah, the last week was, it was all right. I don't remember much of it. It was kind of an average week. But, like, looking back at it, I'm like, oh, that's why I don't remember it. I was blocking a lot of that out. Um, but at the end of the day, bad week means a good one coming up. I can only hope and I can only pray. But it's also some I have to work towards, and so I'm going to be doing that. Like I said, I'm at zero nicotine in my vape. I quit drinking. I quit uh, smoking anything that was negative. I quit that. I'm going to start eating healthier, I hope. Uh, so I'm going to try to take control of whether my days are good or not. Because, I mean, I, on the show before, I've talked about my little chart where I arrange days. Like, if uh, if today was worse or better than yesterday, it moves up a block. I looked at that, and it's been kind of average for the past two months. But when I was working out and eating healthy, it was like a steady increase up. So I do know it works. So that's good. So at least I have something to do moving forward, because last week was... That was a wake-up call to, hey, hey, quit treating your body like crap and you might start feeling better. Uh, but until then, ladies and gentlemen, remember to support the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash BS is where you get access to exclusive content from all the BS Network shows, including me also. The sister show to me again, where I take deep dives into some of my favorite self-help topics or favorite self-help books. I'm going to be doing one on um, radical acceptance soon, so you guys need to give Get in there and check that out or pick up some me again merch at merch.loadofpurebs.com. But until next time, remember to send your questions, comments, and psychiatric concerns to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is spelled S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And as always, don't forget to be awesome and I won't forget to be me again.